Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of State of the Steelers. I'm your Steel Curtain Network host, Daniel J. Um, join myself on a, on a wonderful Friday night. That's when I record these. You know, for those that don't know, I'm, I'm one of the hosts on the Drunk Turkey Show. Well, we just finished up wrapping up one of our YouTube lives. And, and in that show, we do consume some adult beverages. So I have consumed a few of those myself. So tonight or today or this morning... Uh, this whenever you're hearing this might be a little bit more interesting than normal. But today I'm going to start the trend, you know, a trend that was started by Big Ben a few years back. And the title of this show is Kenny Pickett is in the best shape of his life. You know, that was a trend that was going into OTAs, training camp, whatever you want to talk about. That was developed for Big Ben every single year. And I think I'm going to start it with Kenny Pickett. And you know what? I think I might be actually right on this one, though. Kenny Pickett comes in at 226 pounds, about 13 pounds or so heavier than he was when he left or exited the 2022 season, 22-23 uh, season of the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, last, what, January is when they departed out of the NFL and so uh, didn't make the playoffs, so to speak. Kenny Pickett is in great shape and phenomenal shape, and he's doing some fantastic things. And we're going to talk more about Kenny and more about OTAs in the first half of the show. We'll probably talk about some Steelers news and, and some takeaways from OTAs on the second half of the show. Uh, but first, let's let's get some um, 
you know, let's get up to date on some of the breaking news, so to speak. So the Pittsburgh Steelers this week signed another veteran pass rusher in Marcus Golden. This is a huge signing for me. I know this isn't a guy that is going to pop off the the stage or, or any of those things. He's not his name's not going to pop off. He's not a guy that you expect to come in here and that's going to push an Alex Highsmith out of contention for that, you know, outside linebacker position or anything like that. This is strictly depth piece. This is a guy that can come in and be and they're not be that big of a drop off when a TJ Watt or an Alex Highsmith need a breather or if, you know, the unthinkable happens and they need to go out for a few plays or a couple of games with an injury. Um, you know, when you look at who the Pittsburgh Steelers had, they had drafted uh, Nick Herbig or Nate Herbig. One, I think it's Nick, actually. Uh, Drunk Turkey Show again, remember. Um, one of the Herbigs that <laughs> Steelers drafted outside linebacker, a little bit on the smaller side, could potentially be moved to the uh, outside off ball or alpha, the off ball linebacker position in the inside. Uh, this guy here in in Golden, he's a um, he's had um, double digit sacks in a year. He's a veteran. He's a guy that you don't expect to have a big drop off. And um, you know, I'm excited about this move. You know, the one interesting about it, or thing about this move, though, to be 110 percent honest with you guys, is that Bud Dupree tried to come in and he didn't want. You know, apparently the the big you know, hook up with the the Bud Dupree not returning to the Pittsburgh Steelers was that he wanted a one-year prove-it deal, and the Steelers were only willing to offer him a two-year deal. Now, perhaps maybe this one-year deal that Bud Dupree wanted was going to come with a bigger, higher paycheck or, you know, hit to the, you know, the salary cap than what a Marcus Golden can bring. But I obviously don't, honestly don't think it would have been, uh, it's not going to be too, sorry about that, y'all. I don't think it's going to be too much of a difference. Um but with this kind of guy here, you know, he's a guy that can be a mentor. He can mentor her big. Uh, Quincy Roche is another guy that's on the roster that's going to probably be taking some time out there. This isn't a guy that I foresee taking a lot of snaps on special teams. And so with that being said, I think that he probably isn't going to be, uh, you know, he's. The, the, I don't think the Steelers are going to go in there with just three outside linebackers. I think they're going to go with four. Quincy Roche may be the guy that's the outside guy looking in, given the fact that Herbig was a fourth-round draft pick in this most recent draft. Um, you're looking at Quincy Roche, a guy that has been a practice squad member uh, for whether it's the Giants or other teams. You know, he's a guy that you probably could stash. He's um, he's not going to be a guy that's going to be, you know, wowing anybody in preseason that's going to require anyone to go in and try to put them on the roster. So I think you can get away with that. And, and have a Quincy Roche suit up, you know, handful of times throughout the year and be that special teams player alongside with Herbig. So, you know, with this move here, I think that it's a, it's a, it's a really good move. It's a fantastic move for the Pittsburgh Steelers and a move in the right direction. You know, uh, on, a, on another piece of, uh, I guess, maybe sour note, the Pittsburgh Steelers suffered their first injury of OTAs with a first receiver that was actually selected by or, or picked up or re-signed by the Pittsburgh Steelers this uh, free agency. Anthony Miller is dealing with an ailment during his first week of OTAs. It's being described as a slight hamstring tweak uh, on the final day of week one. You know, apparently the veteran wide receiver is not too concerned with it. Um, just kind of looking at it as more precautious move early in the spring, but he did you know, tweak his hamstring, you know, and he's a guy that hasn't been able to get on the field for the Pittsburgh Steelers has been dealing with his own injuries, you know, and a guy I think the Steelers were excited about 
Um, you know, like I said, they mentioned before, he was the first, you know, Steeler to be re-signed this free agency. Uh, very quickly, the Steelers wanted to, you know, have him on the books, have him as a receiver in the wide receiver room. And, you know, it's just unfortunate. But, you know, there's a saying that you can't make the club from the tub, so to speak. And, you know, your best availability or best ability is availability. And right now that seems to be an, an issue with one Anthony Miller. So unfortunate for him, unfortunate for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hopefully it's not something that can is going to keep him out of, um, you know, uh, practices or training camp that's going to be upcoming in the near future. It is very early in OTAs. And so there's still a long time to go before things start getting real. And so hopefully he can come back and compete for a starting position. Now to the main topic of today's um, deal here, which is Kenny Pickett. Now, first and foremost, like I mentioned before, Kenny Pickett is in the best shape of his life. You know, coming in heavier but very muscular. There's been a lot of videos that are out there, a lot of clips out there of him throwing the ball, him, uh, you know, taking control. There's been a lot of, um, you know, articles that have gone out there that he's taking command of this team. He's taken the responsibility of being the leader of this football organization and having the keys to the Ferrari, so to speak, and he's doing an amazing job with it. Um, but before we get into what he's done great, there's a little bit of an issue. You know, police had to help Kenny recover a stolen vehicle uh, after his vehicle was rest- was stolen um, from a dealership prior to, um, I guess, him using it in some type of ad. But unfortunately, inside of that 2023 Genesis that was stolen was Kenny Pickett's playbook. Now, I've said it before, you know. Fortunately, uh, or unfortunately for the Pittsburgh Steelers, that playbook is probably five pages long because it's made by, by Matt Canada. There might be a little bit of crayon used in there, but and so it wouldn't take much for somebody to memorize that playbook and send it out. It's not going to take so many terabytes of information and pictures. It's going to be probably a little bit. So, you know, this has Bill Belichick written all over it. You know, Steelers playbook stolen along with the starting quarterback's vehicle. But, in, you know, all jokes aside, uh, it's an unfortunate situation. I'm glad that they were able to find the person that was responsible. I believe his name was Christopher Carter uh, out of Murraysville. No relations to the Chris Carter that has, you know, come on the show with uh, Still Curtain Network, formerly behind Still Curtain. You know, he's, you know, of Pittsburgh Post-Gazette or Lockdown Steelers. I don't believe it's the same Chris Carter, but <laughs> it's been reported that it was a Christopher Carter that had stolen the vehicle. Uh, I'm glad justice was found and served. This guy was arrested and without any type of incident, there wasn't any anybody injured in this situation outside of probably Kenny Pickett's pride. You know, don't leave your keys in your vehicle. y'all. We'll leave it at that. And then there's a possibility maybe perhaps he gave the keys to the uh, dealership for them to do whatever it is that they needed to do. And it was ended up stolen out of their possession. But, you know, the Steelers were able to say that they have re recuperated. They've picked up that playbook and is now back into their possession. And so what a, uh, what a day or a week for young quarterback, Kenny Pickett. Uh, You know, like I said, this has Bill Belichick and the new England Patriots written all over, but Kenny, Kenny, you know, speaking about Kenny and, and, and OTA so far, apparently he's shined, he's shown up, you know, he's he's making those jumps. And I think that's super important for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, you see where they ended up last season, you know, going seven and two down the stretch, you know, 
Um, Kenny Pickett being on the right side of the touchdown to interception ratio. Granted, we'd want to see that ratio or that inter- those touchdowns a lot higher. You know, you want to see more of those, you know, that ball get, you know, across the end zone uh, a few more times. Uh, but at the same time, you know, he was a rookie. You know, there's progression and things that need to happen. You know, the expectations need to be what they need to be. And when you see what he was able to do last season with the pieces that he had around him and you're able to see what an Andy Weidel and an Omar Khan were able to do in their first year as GM and assistant and how aggressive that they were. And you now see the pieces that they've put around Kenny Pickett, especially to protect him. You know, you have the likes of a Broderick Jones that you've drafted in the first round. You have Isaac Sayamalu, who you've picked up from the Eagles, who's a free agent, who's going to be a part of that picket fence that's going to help really bolster up this offense and start getting it going in the right direction, in my opinion. You know, um, you look at the uh, the acquisition of a Darnell Washington, or who I like to call Darnell Mount Washington, who is a massive, you know, human being of a, of a football player. You know, out there, not just able to catch the ball and and perhaps be a red zone threat, but also that six outside, you know, that six tackle, that six offensive lineman, you know, that way you don't have to pull out, you know, an offensive tackle, have an offensive line eligible out there. You can utilize, you know, Darnell Washington and also utilize him in the passing game. So he becomes some sort of a dual threat. You know, long are the days when Zach Banner was out there running routes because, you know, there was a running play, but the Steelers, you know, we're trying to get somebody, you know, maybe perhaps get the formation of the personnel in the in the in a favorable one for themselves by putting in any a tackle eligible. But at the end of the day, you're really taking out a route that you normally could have somebody running that could be eligible to catch or be capable of catching the ball and doing something with it outside of Zach Banner. Not taking anything away from Zach. I'm sure he was a great, you know, he could have caught the ball if ever thrown to him, but you know, having a Darnell Washington, a uh, athletic freak out there that has a combination with athleticism and size, uh, somebody that can jump over a hurdle or jump or run through somebody, I think is a much better option than having a tackle eligible out there. And so the pieces around Kenny Pickett are being put together. You know, I think when you look at this team and the off and you, you're looking at what they have at the tight end room, which I think is becoming one of their stronger rooms, you have Pat Fryer move down to Washington, you have Zach Gentry, who I think is still a fairly, you know, usable uh, tight end in the league and somebody that can, you know, is starter capable. You know, you have your running back room with uh, Najee Harris and um, Jalen Warren, who both, uh, you know, out of images and videos coming out of training camp or OTAs, I'm sorry. Uh, these guys look ripped. They look big. They look strong. They look fast. You know, I'm excited about them. And what you were able to put in front of them with that offensive line and how you've been able to piece that together, uh, you being the Steelers organization, I really, truly think that this team is moving in the right direction offensively. You know, the wide receiver room at this point, you know, I mean, granted, yes, there's a little bit of a question mark still at the quarterback position because we haven't seen it happen yet, right? We haven't seen Kenny Pickett go out there, throw multiple touchdowns, have a 300-yard game, things of that nature that's going to really take over a game, right? We haven't seen that yet. We think that the, the potential and the promise is there and that the possibility if you have the right team around him and maybe perhaps now that he doesn't have to worry about his protection up in front, we're going to see some more of those, you know, um, those games where Kenny Pickett's going to really be able to take control and put points on the board, but we haven't seen it yet. You know, we also haven't seen this wide receiver room take over games and, and really, really be dominant. 
And so, you know, you look at those two rooms there as those probably being maybe the weaker link. And in my opinion, probably the wide receiver room, which is typically when it comes to the Pittsburgh Steelers, one of their best rooms and still one of the best rooms that is out there. And when it comes to the NFL, um, you look at receiver cores, you know, you have a guy like, like you know, Robinson, you have, um, you know, Deontay Johnson, who might have the occasional drops or, you know, coming back after the ball is being caught. But when it comes to separating himself and being open, it's probably the best receiver in doing so. You got a guy like George Pickens who can just, you know, grab the ball out of the air in the manner that he does. And, and you know, we haven't seen what Calvin Austin can do, but all indications are that he's back and that his speed's going to be there. And so you have a lot of guys that, you know, at your disposal for Kenny Pickett to utilize. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, it's really going to come down to, you know, the quarterback play and the offensive coordinator, in my opinion. You know, are these two guys going to be able to put it together and put out a performance out there that is uh, up to the standard of what we expect to see when it comes to offensive play? And so, you know, it's something that can be complementary to the defense that the Pittsburgh Steelers have, which I think, you know, as much as, you know, there has been a little bit more, you know, some, some, some turnover when it comes to the offense, I think there's been more turnover when it comes to the defense. When you look at this team, I think that early on there might be some growing pains, you know, first couple of weeks. And then there's, you know, the first few games are no tall or ta- no simple task. And you have, you know, Bosa and the 49ers that, that are coming into town. Now, I understand that there's a question mark at their quarterback position, but, you know, what they were able to do with Purdy last season. And, you know, a lot of people will say if you put, uh, you know, a Kenny Pickett in that same role, he's going to have a similar success that what a Purdy did because of the team that's around them and, you know, that defense. And then you also have Miles Garrett coming in the next next week with, a uh, you know, the Cleveland Browns where, you know, as much as I don't think that Deshaun Watson is um, deserving of the contract that he got or or the status that he has, um, you know, the team that's around him is pretty good. You know, got Nick Chubb, their offensive line is coming together. Defensively, Miles Garrett and and what they're able to do and put out there, it's going to be a tough matchup, especially going up against whether it's Dan Moore or a rookie uh, left tackle in Broderick Jones. It's going to be a matchup. So, you know, if, you, if we are to expect that, you know, the Steelers are going to go up against a team that, you know, was in the NFC Championship last season, um, or a team that has been contentional for for a while in the 49ers. And uh, and you think that we're perhaps, you know, the Steelers are going to go in and just smack around a uh, Cleveland Browns team, you know, a divisional rival on, on, on prime time. You know, as much as I think that those things are possible, you know, the Steelers can definitely win those two games. You know, given the fact that you have a lot of new players and new positions, it would be expected to see some growing pains and have those games probably closer than you would expect to see if those two, you know, if, if the Steelers were to end up matching up against the 49ers or the Browns, you know, a little bit later on in the season. You know, one could expect that those games probably be more in favor of the Pittsburgh Steelers. But given the fact that we have so many new pieces and players, there might be some 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 growing pains. But once everything is settled in and everybody's on their um, P's and Q's, so to speak, uh, I expect this team to be, you know, very competitive. And if not, there's no excuse for somebody like Matt Canada. You know, if he's not able to do something with this team and the talent that they have, then it's time for him to go. And for somebody that is able, able and more well equipped to handle an NFL offense and NFL players and put out, you know, competitive football. And so, to me, that's kind of where we lie on this side of the uh, of the fence, so to speak, at this point. 
Uh, but we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk more about our takeaways and some more Steelers in the news. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a couple of seconds. You Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Ain't the worst-looking man you've ever seen. <laughs> Hey, check it out. You made it to the other side. Welcome back to uh, State of the Steelers, a Steel Curtain Network uh, audio podcast, where today we're talking about OTAs, the week that just wrapped up, talking about Kenny Pickett being in the best shape of his life. Uh, But before we get back into the content, I want to remind you guys that on Mondays, 5 p.m. Eastern, myself, Shannon White, are on YouTube live, taking your questions, you know, reading your comments, talking about the Steelers and and, and a show called The Hangover. Um, if you guys aren't on the YouTube side, and I, you know, if you guys are just listening to the audio side, go check out the YouTube side. You know, there's videos that come out every day, and you, and you end up getting some really good content, and you also get to see our mugs on the screen, so to speak. So it's not just our voices coming through your speakers and headphones. It's it's our it's our faces. And at 5 p.m. Eastern on Mondays, the hangover on Still Curtain Network on YouTube is live. Go check it out. If you're not subscribed there, go subscribe. Go hit that like button. You know, go ring that notification bell. Go do everything you need to do. Yeah, you know, to get that out in the algorithm, so to speak. Now, on the audio side, if you're not going back and checking out, you know, Jeff Hartman's Let's Ride, Brian Anthony Davis, uh, Bad Language. Um, the stat geek with, with Dave Schofield, the fix with Jeremy Betts, I believe, um, you know, and many, many more, uh, still city insider. I think they have their deal coming out on Wednesday. Still go check it out. Great information, great coverage, you know, and, and of course behind the still curtain.com is still an article website that we still, we still run and do. And so go check out all the articles that are coming out by your favorite podcasters. Um, 
and get all that information and stay up to date on Pittsburgh Steelers and using coverage. So with all that out of the way, let's talk about OTAs first. Let's talk about our takeaways. First thing that I want to talk about is I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers are getting a second, fourth round pick this year in Calvin Austin. You know, he was a guy that was out last year because of injuries, didn't play the entire season. But there's been clips that have come out of him uh, or coming out of OTAs this year so far. And um, it's really showing that that Calvin Austin is back to his speedy self. He's very, very fast. He's a little bit undersized. I mean, there was a clip that was out there. I think I put it on my Twitter. Go follow me at State of Steelers, by the way, if you're not, where he's running passes. And um, well, the uh, the receivers are and they have George Pickens, then they have Calvin Austin and then they have Cody White, which is a little bit unfair because you have George Pickens and Cody White, who are about six foot four, you know, basically running routes before and after Calvin Austin, who's about five foot seven. So he kind of looks like Bryce Young out there, you know, in, in, in a helmet and shorts, so to speak. Um, but for the most part, you know, you see that speed, you see that twitchiness. I think he's going to be a, a very good, solid player for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, all these jet sweeps and all those type of things that we saw, these reverses, you know, last season with Sims or Gunner or, or whoever, even, you know, the tight ends were starting to get involved in that kind of stuff. I think we're probably more designed for a player like Calvin Austin, somebody with some speed and twitchiness to get around the edge and, and take it the distance, so to speak. So, you know, he's one player that I'm excited to see, you know, out of also coming out of the uh, wide receiver room is the fact that you have um, Allen Robinson, who's, you know, fresh from trade with the Los Angeles Rams. Um, he's come out there. He looks like he's, you know, getting on the same page with Kenny Pickett. You know, those two guys look like they're going to be doing something special themselves. Um, we had a, the Steelers had a full house, you know, early on TJ Watt, Armin Watts and, Larry Ogunjobi didn't, you know, show up for the first day or two. But as the second and third day of OTA started to come in, everybody seemed to be coming in, you know, uh, especially after the TJ Watt fall in the pool. That was a scary situation. I think Pittsburgh and collectively held their breath when they saw that happen. Uh, but for the most part, you know, the defense was out there. They showed up. Uh, and, and that's important because, like I mentioned before in the first half of the uh, of the show there, that a lot of this defense is new. I mean, let's 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 take, for example, let's let's figure it out like maybe middle middle of the season. Right. Um, you have Patrick Peterson and probably by then you're going to have Joey Porter starting. Those are two players that weren't on the team last season for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You're going to have, you know, Hokum. You're going to have, um, you know, one of the other you know middle linebackers that the Pittsburgh Steelers had acquired this offseason. Uh, Robin, I believe Robinson maybe is also his name. If, Forgive me, I've, it slips in my head. But those two guys are brand new to this team as well. You're going to have a guy like, um, you know, recently, um, well, Larry Larry Ogunjobi's coming back. He didn't have an opportunity to play uh, last season uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And so, you know, he's, you know, as far as training camp and OTAs go, he was injured. Uh, with that being said, you know, he's going to have a full off season. Um, coming in, and uh, in my opinion, it's uh, it'll be good for his development and his uh, you know building chemistry with with the remaining you know with the defensive line, and so you know and in the second round of the of the uh, NFL draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers had it selected Keanu Benton, who's a defensive tackle that's also in my opinion probably going to be a starter early on. So you have all of these positions, right? 
that where, where people are moving. Oh, shoot, I forgot Terrell Edmonds. He's no longer on the team. So you have a Keanu Neal coming in, DeMonte Casey, who was on the team, but really isn't that box safety kind of guy. So you have new pieces almost everywhere on this team. You know, from defensive backs, probably them being the most middle linebacker position was completely overall and one main piece in the nose tackle position. And that's not even including, you know, Brendan Fioko, who's going to be a guy that was acquired this offseason that I think is probably going to beat out of Martavius Adams, in my opinion. So that defense is going to be completely, you know, redone by the time, you know, the middle of the season comes. There's not going to be very many of the same players that were you know, their last season or the year before. And so, uh, you know, I expect some growing pains to be coming out of it. But, you know, when it comes to, you know, early on in the season, things like that, you have the offense still trying to get on the same page, things like that. So that usually favors the defense. So hopefully, you know, the Steelers will have a situation like that where offenses are struggling early on, especially like, you know, the 49ers game where you have, you know, they don't even know who their quarter quarterback is, so to speak. And so, you know, that might help out the Steelers defense and let them come along together. Um, but like I mentioned, you have m- multiple new pieces coming in uh, from all over the place. Um, that defense, in my opinion, has got a lot of redone or a lot of work done to it, which wasn't even a defense that, you know, yeah, granted, they weren't the best last season. They weren't leading the league in sacks or any of those things, but they did lead the league in interceptions. Um, I think they were last in forced fumbles and fumble recoveries, one of those two. Um, but they did lead the league in, in, in interceptions. And, you know, T.J. Watt being injured for majority of the year and not being 100% when he was in the game uh, probably had a lot to do with why they were, you know, behind on the sacks and forced fumbles. Uh, you know, this team can stay healthy, which I think that they're going to have that opportunity because I think that this offense is going to be moving in the right direction. Last season, early in the season, the, the defense was out there like crazy. I mean, the first game they played 100 snaps against Joe Burrow. And so the, the offense was three and out city like crazy. And so in my opinion, I think that that's not going to be the case this year. And so, you know, there's going to be some dominoes that fall. You know, you have an offense that is now more on the field. It's going to be less fatigue and injury for the defense. And, you know, when they get those turnovers or they're able to be a, have a dominant performance, it's not going to be let down by an offense that is anemic and struggling. You know what I'm saying? So I think that, like I, I've said it very much, very well, uh, often and early, but I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers are on their way to, to having that Super Bowl window open. Now, a couple of more takeaways from OTA is that, you know, Isaac Sayamalu has surpassed Kevin Dotson already at the left guard position. Kevin Dotson, who came out and even spoke about that, saying, hey, when you pay a guy that amount of money, you expect him to play, right? And, you know, that's probably going to be the, you know, the anticipation, you know, with Isaac Sayamalu. One surprise to me is that, you know, Dan Moore is still starting out at the left tackle position. I figured maybe perhaps he would be playing more of the right tackle position, maybe battle that out with Chuksakor for it. And, you know, the Steelers moved up in the first round to go get Broderick Jones. You don't move up to the top 15 to pick a left tackle that's supposed to be your, you know, your generational talent, your guy that's going to be there, your your anchor in the left side and the blind side of your quarterback. You know, now I get it. You know, you don't want to rush him and you want to, you know, let him earn his spot, you know, 100%. But at the same token, 
you know, we go look back at what occurred last season with like, for instance, Kenny Pickett and how slow of a start that he had. And a lot of that had to do with because he wanted to start him slow. You know, I, I, I do think that there is a benefit to throwing in your, you know, a person that you're expecting to play a certain position and have them master that position versus, you know, throwing them across several different you know places. The one thing I don't want to see is Broderick Jones, you know, trying out on the right side or interior offensive line throughout preseason or training camp. You know, I think you want to have him on the left side, have him as a left tackle and really honing in his, his craft on that one side versus having him try to learn multiple sides and let Dan Moore and Chicks core for battle it out. You know, Dan Moore was a fourth round, you know, tackle who, you know, by all accounts looks slimmer, but is heavier. So, which means that he's added some muscle, lost some weight, lost some fat there. Um, you know, he's not going to give up his position without a battle, obviously, but maybe perhaps if, um, you know, he's able to transition to the right side. Let's let's make that a competition and let's put out the best tackle that we can. You know, so those were some of the things that I was taking away. Another thing that I saw was that or read or heard was that Patrick Peterson has been mentoring, you know, Joey Porter Jr., which is something that we expected to see, you know, especially out of somebody who's like Patrick Peterson, who's, you know, a, um, a great, great teammate and is, you know, going to put the team in front of, you know, himself. And so, you know, uh, I think that this is going to benefit um, um, Joey Porter and Corey Trice and, and all the other defensive backs more than anything else. Now, a little bit of news coming out of uh, the Berg, so to speak, some former players who are coming out of retirement sort of um, or who want to. And the first one is going to be wide receiver Antonio Brown. Apparently he's going to suit up, you know, today for the uh, Albany Empire uh, we'll see. We'll see. I think this might be a little bit more publicity stunt to get people in stands. He's the uh, owner of that team. And, you know, I think this could get just a lot of people to watch and he may not go out there. And if he does, maybe it might be a short amount of time, but I'll see it when I believe it. The last time we saw Antonio Brown on a professional football field, he was taking his clothes off uh, in New York playing against the Jets when he was a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, it would be good to see him maybe perhaps not finish his football career in such a negative light, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. You know, another player that was a former, you know, um, Pittsburgh Steeler who wants to come out of retirement or who wants to retire, you know, a Steeler but won't rule out playing for a team again is none other than Le'Veon Bell. Um, he's talked about, you know, wanting to retire a Pittsburgh Steeler. He's talked about, you know, he's played with game, you know, other teams before. Um, you know, I, I think he's well past his prime and, and at this point, you know, I get it, you know, I, I would let him retire a Steeler, but I wouldn't want to bring him back as a possibility as that, you know, running back three, I really don't think he has it there. And, um, you know, the, the last few teams that he's played with, he hasn't shown up as to what he was and, you know, it really put a damper in his my opinion his uh his legacy you know what i'm saying as far as what he did and what he what he's done but you know if if he were to come back i'd root for him regardless but who says who's who knows who knows he's saying right now he's about 210 and that he can run a 4.4 40 right now we'll see he's 31 he's on the opposite he's on the wrong side of a 34 running back and yeah, it's not usually spells good for for those type of players but you know i i 
I don't think he left as bad as what like Antonio Brown did. So I wouldn't mind seeing him retire as a Pittsburgh Steeler. Um, but I think that's what I, all I got for you guys today on this episode. We'll be back next week. Uh, or I'll be back on Monday for the hangover. If you guys are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate that if you're anywhere else. And you can subscribe or you know um, hit that download button so that you can download all our audio podcasts. Please do so. Really appreciate that. Um, but with that being said, this is uh, another episode of State of the Steelers. I'm Daniel J. Steel Current Network. Let's do this again on Monday. We'll see you then. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.